Well, I have a, I have a request first, Pastor. I believe I have a word for a couple of people, if that's okay. I don't want to be out of order. I prayed for this man's son. What's your name, sir? David. David. And what is your son's name? Right on. <laughs> it makes it easy. Um. I, when I I saw him sitting there with his dad, and you know my relationship with my dad came to my mind, and my dad drugged me to church even when I didn't want to go, and it was me, dad, and the old ladies at night, um, every Sunday night, and uh, and I I prayed for him, and I had a word for his son, and I wanted to to give it now. Well, I I, I did when he was there, but I want to give what I remember so it's recorded, and he can go back to it. Um, I believe that his son will do something big and that he, his son has no choice but to follow the Lord and be in church and, and be doing what he's supposed to do and that he won't be able to make, do the things that he might even want to do, seeing other kids go off and running around and doing things they don't really need to do. He won't have any choice, any opportunity really, and that, and that, God will reveal to him that thing that he's supposed to do in his prayer time. And, you know, that I operate in the prophetic, and although I don't claim to be a prophet, I've always, I've always heard, and um, you take that and you take it before the Lord, and you make sure that that's from him. But I believe that's what the Lord has for your son. And, and Larry, I saw you. When I saw you stand, I saw you in the spirit, and you were this big hulking warrior thing. <laughs> and and it was like when you got up and started to move, people looked because they didn't want to run into you. They didn't want to be in the way. You know, it was, you know, you weren't knocking over tables. You weren't doing anything. You just got up and turned around and walked, and it was like there was a presence to it. And that's what I believe you are in the spirit. That's that's what I saw. That's what I, you know, I, I wanted to tell you that. So don't don't look at the outward. Look at look at what God showed me. I believe in the spirit that you're this big hulking thing that when it starts to move, people scurry and get out of the way. Um, but uh, as for my testimony. I was I had felt hard pressed for ever since I've been going through this job thing to to really dig in and pray, and I was on the way home tonight. Um, but we didn't have the opportunity to get here like we should have because we had things running around and and, and going all week. And um, I was initially going to go by myself. Um, well, let, let, hang on. Let me start over. Let me get at the beginning. I was coming home, had the radio off, and I started praying and, and crying. I was like, Lord, I need a word. I need a word. I need a word. I need to hear from you. I need to hear from you. I need to hear about this job situation. I need to hear about what's going on. So I'm going to go, and you're going to have a word for me. Not that I was telling God what he was going to do, but, you know, it was one of those. I'm coming in faith, expecting, believing, and I, I really need you to do this for me. Well, I get home, and it turns out, Lauren has a babysitter and she's going to parents night out and that made everything easy so I um I manned up and became the priest of the house and told Jill we were going to church (laughs) 
Well, actually what, I, well, actually what happened is I've got so much to do. Honey, why don't I help you first, and then maybe we can go. <laughs> um, and I still have stuff to do when I get home, so y'all pray for me <laughs> so that I don't break my promise to her. But, you know, we're, we're over there. We're, we're kind of stressed financially because I'm not making a whole lot. You know, I, I sat there in the truck, you know, Lord, thank you that I have a job. I'm grateful. I'm, I'm thrilled not to be sitting at home doing nothing. But this is not doing everything to pay the bills, you know, and then pastor comes up and, and you start talking about blessing and all this other stuff, and, you know, I'm breaking down, oh, oh, thank you, Jesus, I, I came expecting, didn't, didn't even know my wife was going to be here, but, you know, it worked out well, she was able to come, and then, you know, what's the first thing that happens, we start praying, pastor walks over, has the word. There's nothing to say, but God is good. Okay. Well, um, I kind of gave this testimony. I did give this testimony on Sunday at the marriage group. Um, but, uh, I've been praying for a lot of things personally for myself, and God has um, God has forced me to stop asking for things for myself, and to ask for um, salvation for my family, and to ask for a deliverance from for, from strongholds for my sisters, and um, God is so good. I've been struggling with issues that I never thought that I would have had an issue with. <sighs> and God has really been working on me as far as my pride. Um, I, I have been in, uh, I've had like an issue as far as looking for a job. And with, with my, my, uh, my natural mindset, I've said to God, well, I, I have a degree, I have a bachelor's degree, I have experience. Why can't I find a job? And God has just told me and revealed to me through this week and through sermons from pastor that it's not about you. And you really want to make things about you. And it's not, Summer. You need to be praying for your family. I put you in a position where I have a husband who you know, is a man of God who stays in the word, who's always like, Summer, are you in the word? Are you in, are you reading? Well, even if you are, let me see this, this chapter I've been reading about. <laughs> and, and keeping me in the word and keeping me encouraged because when my mind is not stayed on God, I can have no peace. I have no focus because I'm worried about stuff that I shouldn't be worried about. And, um, my mother uh, has been battling, uh, well, she had been battling, um, addiction to cocaine and crack for like my whole life um and I had been praying for her like it's it's just my prayers that just become like um like a ritual you know like, okay pray for my mom pray for my dad pray for everybody um but uh my mother I've been in conversation with her for the past few weeks and um Roland had been talking to her as well and and um she's just like you know I, I, I see God changing your life and and my uh, my older sister is telling me that too. Like, wow, I can just, 
you know, I see God has really changed you. And, and uh, you know, wow, you, you, you seem, you know, you're a powerful woman of God. And to hear these things coming from, you know, my, my elders and, you know, my older sisters and stuff is, is, to me, it's been weird because I'm just trying to live in the will of God how he wants me to live. But God has changed me because the things I used to say, I don't say anymore. And the things that I used to do, I don't do anymore. And my family, who, even though they're miles away, you know, in Michigan, they can tell that from just talking over the phone. And so I just tried to encourage my family. And God has really forced me to stop looking at myself and thinking about me and to talk and help others and show love to my family. And my mother gave her life to Christ on um, a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> And she's like, you know, just going through scriptures with you, a lot of scriptures. And, you know, you're just saying words to me that I've heard. I've been in and out, out of the church. I know the word. And we all know that the enemy knows the word. He knows it better than most of us. And she's like, but, you know, when we were going over the scriptures, you know, it's just like it just brought new meaning to me, new life to me. And she was just like, I'm changing myself. And we saw, actually saw my mother, um, on television, on Fox News, and she ended up, the situation that she was in, she was in an abusive situation as well, and she, like, left. She just called me, like, I, I'm gone. I'm gone somewhere. I'm, I can't do it anymore. And I said, great, because you know you were in a position where God couldn't bless you. You wanted to change, but you were in a position where he couldn't bless you because you were focused on what you weren't supposed to be focused on. <sighs> and God is so good because I was telling her that, and I should have been thinking about that for myself. And he told me that you have to be in a position for me to bless you. You have to change your focus onto me. And she did, and she left her house, and she left everything, and so she went to a shelter. And she was like, I just was like, you can keep all of that. I don't care. I don't need it. And she was like, I don't know where I'm going to go because times are so hard now. People have to be on wait lists to be in shelters. And they were just like, we have a wait list. They told her that weeks prior, but she just went there and they were like, come in, we have space for you. And then when she went in, um, that's when we saw her in the news because um, some a lot of different restaurants were um, going to area shelters to feed the people there, the needy there. And my mother was there and we saw her and we could just see the change. Like she just looked so good. And um, we were just, you know, happy and, and thanking God for that change. And, and then immediately like, God does stuff, he, I mean, not stuff, excuse me, but when God moves and when he changes the situation, like Pastor said, you're going to know that it's God. I mean, like the next day, she was like, I have a place. It's ready tomorrow. I have my place. And so she was like, you know, I was worried about leaving what little things I had. Now I have a home. And, and then I got a call, and they said that they're about to take me on a shopping spree to go buy new clothes. And, you know, I can go wherever I want. And then they're going to help me um, get a job. And then, you know, I don't have a car, you know, the car anymore for transportation. But I'm about to get, she's like, I'm getting a bus pass. And, and that's fine because I'm not, ha- not going to have to pay to ride the bus. She was like, so I can go anywhere I want. <laughs> just God just did, did everything. Just, just when he did it, he did it big. And it was big for her. And it was, it was awesome and amazing. I ask that you all pray for my mother. Her name is Vivian, um, that she finds a church home and that she just um, she goes into the ministry where God wants her to go. Um, and God has been so good. I know he's still working on, um, on me, but I ask that you all pray my strength in God. Um, just pray for it, that I have peace and where God leads me.
I think that um, this week, it actually started on Sunday before, you know, even, you know, before everything started this week. But on Sunday, Pastor, the message that you gave about humility, I think that, I mean, I know that that message may have been for more than one person in, in here who was in here, but I know that was for me. Because it's like I was talking to my brother today about this, and it's like I talked to you about this too earlier, Pastor, that that was the thing I was struggling with. And not so much pride, like, you know, I'm walking around like, you know, I'm big, I'm big man. I know everything, anything like that. But it was more of, you know, I hear somebody, uh, I'm listening to, you know, maybe a preacher on the radio, or I hear somebody talking about God at work, and I know they say something that's not biblical. And my, in, in my spirit, I want to jump up and be like, nope, they ain't right. You wrong. And basically, it was becoming more about winning the argument then try to reach that person and, you know, in truth and in love, telling them that, you know, that's not, you know, that's not what the Bible says or that church shouldn't be about that. You know, people at, at, at work who got, you know, issues, they had issues growing up in a church that maybe did them wrong. And, you know, and, you know, in my spirit, I want to be like, nah, you, you know, maybe you're just going to the wrong church or, you know, just tell them that they're wrong. But I, I wasn't doing it in love. And then the message on Sunday and then the message that you that you were giving Sister Diva just about it's not about us it's about other people and it, it just I just know that I just know that the Lord man when 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 he convicts you you know I mean it says the words like a double-edged sword you know it cuts going in it cuts coming out and I could just feel it I, I can you know as every time, every scripture that you gave, Pastor, and every word that you were speaking, Sister Diva, it was just cutting. And, it, you know, it was just, that's you. That's you, Roland. That's you. She talking about you. He talking about you. You know, get it together. I, you can't fix it, so you need to come to me so I can. And that's what I kept hearing. So, And I just, you know, just, I appreciate all the, you know, everybody praying. Just today, you know, Brother Jamarcus is just praying with me. Appreciate that, and you know, thank you. This is actually probably a little bit more of a word of encouragement. Um, you know, last night you everybody was here, and Pastor had called uh, my husband and I up to um, to pray for us as a body. And you know, it was uh, a prophetic word, a word where he was, um, you know, ministering directly to us. And I know this week a couple of times um, I was here the other night when Pastor spoke a word to you. And, um, you know, sometimes when we're in services like this and God brings a prophetic word to us or it's like we feel special. Ooh, I got that word. Ooh, he picked me tonight. I, you know, I got the word tonight. I was, I was the one that was ministered tonight. But, you know, the Lord showed me something in his word the other night that blew my mind. And I've seen this story a hundred times, but I saw it a different way the other night. And I just want to share this with you. Some years ago, um, a pastor, uh, a friend of ours, uh, Wellington Boone, you know Wellington Boone? Wellington Boone had came to our church one time, and he was ministering. And Wellington Boone said this one time, he said, you know, when God is ministering a prophetic word, or there was a prophetic atmosphere, and the word is going forth, that when that word comes past and it goes out, 
even if he's not talking to you, claim that word for yourself if it's something that you need in your life. It's a, if it's a healing that you need and a message and in, in the, in the, in the minister comes to you and says, you know, sister, some of the Lord's going to heal you. If you're on the back row and you know you need a healing, reach up and claim that thing. Take that. You know, let it be a part because the, God, the word of God doesn't come back to him void. And he says he's no respective person. So whatever he said last night to me and to us that he's going to do for us, you know, that's a passing word. That's a word going by. That's a word that's in the atmosphere. That's a creative word. So whatever part of that word that you needed, grab hold to it. Take hold to it. You know, and always know that a prophetic word is only as good as the work that you put into it. You know, Moses had a word to, to take the children out of Israel, but, but Moses, Moses got to a place of disobedience. And, you know, sometimes we can cancel out our word. So always remember, you know, if you get a prophetic word, if the word is for you, you know, directly for you, if you're in the atmosphere, grab hold to it. And whatever the word was, be obedient to follow through. Grab, lay hold to it. Because, you, you know, you can't just get a word and sit on the word. you got to work a word when God gives you a word. But let me back up what I'm saying to you, okay? <laughs> Praise the Lord, because I'm going to back it up to you. So anyway, where am I? Okay, it was the ninth chapter. Okay, here it was. I had it first. Okay, okay I got it. Chapter is uh, the ninth chapter of Matthew. And you know, a lot of times that there are scriptures in the same stories in the book of Matthew, the same scriptures in the book of Luke and John. Okay, but sometimes it tells it a different way. So this is what this is how I saw it the other night, and it absolutely blew my mind. Okay, so why the Bible says that in the nineteenth chapter, uh, ninth chapter of Matthew, verse eighteen, he said, "While he has spoke, these things came to them." Behold, a ruler came and worshiped him, saying, My daughter has just died, but come and lay your hands on her, and she will live. Roland, right here, sweetie. The ruler. My daughter has just died. A ruler came to him. <laughs> Pastor Gary, get up. <laughs> you're Jesus. And this is, you're Jesus. <laughs> get up. Get up, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Everybody said, come on, Jesus. Okay. You wrote, this is, this is, he says, a certain man came to him. You come, come to him. And he's telling him, he says, my daughter has just died. And he says, you know, and he says that, and Jesus says, he arose. He got up. He got up. Roll and go this way. And he went to follow him, follow him, to go with him. And as the, and G, what, the Bible says in the book of John that Jesus is what? The word, right? And the word came alive and dwelt with us. So the word is walking with Roland. Walk. As the word is walking by, the Bible says that a woman with an issue of blood came and laid hold to the word. Jesus was not on his way to heal the woman with the issue of blood. He was absolutely not. The Bible says that he arose to go with the man whose daughter was ill. But as that man went and Jesus followed him, as the word followed, the woman of, with the issue of blood laid hold to the word as the word went by and she was healed. She caught what was in the atmosphere because what was in the atmosphere was Jesus was going with the man to raise his daughter that was ill the sick the same healing anointing the word was in the air it was in the atmosphere it was already stirred 
It wasn't directly meant for her. She wasn't going with him. She was going with, Jesus was going with him. But when that word went by, the woman recognized that I need that too, and she laid hold to that word. So when a prophetic word goes forth in the atmosphere, whatever part of it that you need, even if it's not going directly to you, lay hold to it because the word is alive and well, and it dwells, the Bible says it dwells among us for us to lay hold to it. So I just want to encourage you. When the word goes forth, lay hold to it. Even if it ain't got your name on it, lay hold to it. <laughs> that was good. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Anybody else want to follow that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lay hold to it. I just wanted to say that um, I have been changed this week completely, and I know it's not going to be for just one week. It's going to be forever for eternal. So I've been, God is working on me um, to be more humble, to just, you know, um, just to show my, to show mercy on people, just, you know, to love people, because I've said many couple of times, you know, oh, I don't like people, oh, you know, you know, this and that, and I always tell him, oh, you know, I just want to stay at the house, you know, and God has shown me, no, you know, it's not about you, and, you know, that's my people, and you need to respect them, you know, he, like, put it like that, you need to respect my people, so, I was like, okay, you know, <laughs> but um, God has worked with us so much. Um, I have been thinking, I was really frustrated, um, I have to say, in the festival, I was really frustrated because I've been, I was with Diva that I want this church to, not that I want, but Jesus has been talking to me, and I think that's why I was so, my heart was so rowdy, my heart, I just wanted to scream out, and it, it was just really emotional for me, I mean, I even cried at work, that's how emotional it was, that we need to look for the lost souls, it's not about just us, about the, you know, the church is God's church, God already fill these chairs up. I mean, I even tell, I always tell Jaime, we already got this. I mean, let's not even focus on this because God sees our hearts. I mean, we, I see, and I can say this, that all of us that we've been, that our family, that our hearts, you know, are, I feel like they're good. They're sincere, you know, so we don't have to worry about that. We have to worry about, you know, just, just look for those people who are lost and God wants them, you know. So I've been, I guess that's why my heart was so anxious and just, I don't know, I, I was so emotional and telling Jaime, don't focus on this because Jaime was out just giving out flyers, you know, <laughs> always talking to people and I always tell him, Jaime, you know, you have to focus on Jesus, you know, and he does, I know he does, but you know, he was always working and I'm like, okay, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, we're we're not focusing right, but um, God has blessed us so much. Um, I think we used to, when we lived in Jacksonville in North Carolina, 
me and Jaime used to party a lot. We used to be sinners, and <clears throat> we used to go out and drink all the time. I mean, it was horrible. I mean, there was times that I didn't even know where I was, but yeah. But I want to confess that because it might be funny, but I can say I'm standing here that I've been sober for since January, and I I thought I I didn't I thought I couldn't live with without that because my family is alcoholic. N no, no, they're not alcoholic anymore in Jesus' name. And and I thought that you know I would even be anxious to go to the clubs, go out to bigger clubs, and and you know, and I would be like, we have to go. This is not my life. You know, I can't just go to church. And God has changed me so much now. I can't even listen to worldly music. I can't even listen to that anymore. It doesn't it doesn't matter if it doesn't have good words. I mean, bad good. Yeah, I just can't listen to that rhythm or just the words that are saying. I can't do it anymore. And um, and I'm so thankful, and we've been seeking the kingdom, I can say. And God has just blessed us, I mean, from the house, just our marriage, I mean, just everything. We're just, our finances, I mean, just, uh, you know, his promotion, just everything. And Lord has, the Lord has been telling me, if you, it really, he really means it. If you seek his kingdom, the rest will follow. So, just want to say that. I just want to, I just want to, I can't follow her in her, yeah. but it's just that uh, I've been, uh, I came from a rough family, rough childhood, but I believe things uh, happen for a reason, and God put that in my life for a reason, and uh, this week I was reading the Bible while we were fasting, and this, this really stuck to me, it's in Proverbs uh, 22, uh, verse 15. Well, a lot of people are in Marine Corps in here, well, a couple of people, and uh, we go off muscle memory, a lot of things, and uh, it's it's one of those things where you keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, and, con and then you'll end up doing it when you get in a situation where people fold. So I see a lot of people in the world, they like to fold and sin. Sin is something that just makes people hide, uh, cover their head if they, they're they Christians, they don't want to say anything, they don't want to stick out and uh, actually be courageous and just say something. Um, it says, a youngster's heart is filled with foolishness, but physical discipline will drive it w far away. And I believe that that means, I think, what I was getting out of that was young believers. It's not just youngsters, as in young kids and uh, teenagers. I believe it's like young believers. We were locked up in the world of sin we were locked up in something that everybody thought was cool the world's just uh going in chaos uh you, you go on tv you see all these things and you can't even have television if you have kids because commercials have um cleavage and all that stuff showing and you just don't want to see that and i believe that uh that spoke to me and uh my whole life i've been drinking doing she she explained half of it and uh, my 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 me growing up was uh, really really hard with my uh, family because I was the man of the house and uh, um, a lot of things happened with me and my brothers. But I see my life turning around because God has walked through me and I put physical di discipline this year. Like I I knew about God, but I didn't really 
go towards him and it was it was uh it was really hard uh i believe he sent my wife <laughs> she was really into it and uh she kind of like well it wasn't her forcing me but it was the lord uh showing me and uh he he took me to this church and he was talking to the pastor and i had a lot of questions i had a lot of uh hate anger i had uh deceit i didn't like anything uh I didn't like nobody. Uh, I stayed to myself. I never talked to anybody. Um, I didn't trust nobody. Um, I felt like uh, nobody was there for me, and she was the only one. And uh, I see that God put that in my life, that she helped me. Uh, I put physical discipline into my life this year. Uh, I stopped drinking. I stopped. Uh, I stopped uh, dipping, smoking. I did. I did a lot of things. Um, this year, this year has just been a big year for me, and it's a big change. A lot of people see it. A lot of a lot of things. Uh, a lot of things are hard, but I go out there and actually people see me from my uh, other units that I came from because I, I just came to a new unit, and people that came to this unit can't believe that I used to be the the way I used to be. I didn't. I uh, I used to I used to fight people. I used to do dumb things, but God helped me, and I, I put physical discipline as in. I, I disciplined myself. I, I I read his word. Pastor told us, you know, go out there and try it, and I actually did it. You know, and I I I constantly did it, constantly did it, and every time I and I told I prayed that the Holy Spirit would show me when I when I fell, and it did because every time I did did something wrong, the Holy Spirit would say something, and I'd I'd uh, I correct myself. I'd apologize to the person. I'd apologize, and it's hard for people to apologize. So. It's a hard thing, so you're gonna take it in like, okay, I apologize. Uh, I'm sorry for doing that, and they'll be like, "Why you apologize to me?" I'm like, "I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to cuss, or I didn't mean to do this. Uh, I didn't mean to lie. I didn't mean to do this." And uh, I stopped doing a lot, a lot of things with physical discipline. And uh, the Lord just talked to me uh, this week to actually tell you guys that uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, because like, like I said, youngsters, I believe it's the young believers and. Um, we are young believers, and our heart was filled with foolishness, but the Lord can help you if you help yourself. And it it ain't just a one-way deal. It's a two-way deal. It's a relationship, and a relationship's created by two people, not not, not just you. And uh, if you trust in him, anything is possible. All right. That's it. scriptures were resonating in my my spirit throughout this whole week first of all was first peter 4 17 it says this is the time for the judgment to start from the house of the lord and the other one that passage you know when jesus came from luke uh, uh, i think i believe from chapter 19 uh, when, uh, when jesus came to the temple and turned over some some tables so that, that, that uh, I, I really felt this week like Jesus came to my temple and turned over some tables. You know, he point, pinpointed some things, my attitudes, my uh, some behavior patterns that he didn't like. You know, just uh, this needs to go. This needs to change. You know, I don't like this. You know, you need to change. You know, and I, I, I uh, even coming into this consecration week, I was, I was praying, Lord, uh, I'm tired of these events. Look, when you. And you, you mean, you know, I don't, don't, 
don't want us to have event for event's sake. You know, I've been to, m to plenty of conferences, plenty of consecration or even weeks or conventions or whatever you want to call it. You know, whether they promise you, you your life will never be the same, you know, but you come out and everything is the same. You know, so, uh, Lord, I, I, I don't want that. I, you know, I'm tired. I'm tired of playing church. I'm tired of just having things, doing things for doing th sake. You know, so the Lord told me it will depend on you. So I'm here. I'm doing things. I'm showing you things. I'm cleaning. I'm turning some tables. I'm showing you what needs to be done. What are you going to do? It will depend on your response, how lasting it will, if it will be any change after this week. So the, uh, this word is not just for me, I believe it's for, for all of us. God has visited us uh, this week. God has been speaking to us. Did we hear it? If we did hear it, how we are going to respond to it? What we are going to, go what we are going to do with that word? Are we going to be obedient? Are we going to make those changes that God told us that we need to make? Because if we don't, there won't be any change. As my brother said, it takes two. God did his part. Now it's our part to respond in obedience. Amen. I know um, is uh, when we come together in the mornings on Sundays, and and sometimes we um, pray for each other. I know Pastor tell us, you know, we have a couple of times that he said to stand up and go to someone and pray for them. And um, some good things have been happening um, in my life. You know, I started a business; and it's going well. But what was happening is I was getting really busy. Um, I was getting really busy, and after a while, I kind of feeling a little disconnected because I was getting really busy in my prayer life, and, and my study was kind of lacking a little bit. And so um, over the weeks, and when we came together and, and, and when we got together sometimes and, and we were to pray for each other, I would ask some people to pray for me that I don't get too busy and, and continue on, you know, keeping up with my prayer life and with my studying. And... That's been my prayer, and I've, I've been saying not to get so busy. I don't want to get so busy, but and things have been going so well, and I know God always blessed me. I know he blessed me, and um, but I, I, I know I'm not going to get that blessing by neglecting his word or neglecting being in his presence or neglecting our relationship. So this week, and um, when Diva was talking the other day, and I was like, yeah, and I've been asking for that. I've been asking for that because I want to make sure, you know, I don't want to, you know, just cut off, cut God off in my life. And, you know, I pray. Yes, I pray every day, but I don't want it to be getting shorter and shorter and shorter. I want to just continue in his presence longer and longer and longer. And also that when I pray and when I get in his presence, for it to be joyful, not like a chore. So um, 
this week Diva had her word and I was like yeah okay yeah Diva always have a word and I'm glad because she always every time she talks and I'm like yeah she always says something and I'm like okay yeah let me tuck that in and go ahead and, and study on that but I know it was from God because this week Zari and Demarcus uh, kept coming to me Zari she would text me from school and she would text me about a Bible verse and she would talk to, talk about what she's been saying with people in her school and how she's, she has this conversation with other kids in her school. It's like her, she gets frustrated because she try and tell them things and then she'll text me and tell me this and ask me and I'll text her back and tell her you know what she needs to say or, or remember this Zari or whatever. And so they've been kind of keeping me in the word but then Demarcus came like, well, Mama, remember how we used to on Wednesday, we used to play this Bible game, and we used to do this little challenge thing. We used to we used to study together. So I said, yeah. He was like, why don't we do that? And so I knew it was God. I knew he was coming. He was like saying, go back to your first love. And and he had he was he said go back to when you you first fell in love with me and continue like that 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 joy that you had. And he was using my kids, and he is just so good. And he just he was using diver but then he also used my kids and no i'm gonna definitely listen to him you can't just like say okay you got to be an example for your kids so you just can't say oh i'll do that some other time but then we did and we were having so much fun um we was almost late that night coming here but um we're we start doing that stuff over and over again so it, it just reminded us how reminded me how when I first started, my heart was for him and how gung-ho and how I should continue to do that and, and not, not let my prayer life become a chore and how I love God so much and how he loves me. And he just does it in little tiny ways and he just uses people in my life and uses my children, uses Diva. Um, and, and just he's just great. And I'm just so thankful that and I know it was him. I know he was talking to me this weekend and I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed and I'm so happy. And I just continue on and, and it's just something we're gonna just continue on doing because it's something that we loved and they remember growing up that I used to do with them continually all the time. We even had Tim a couple of times yeah. down there. <laughs> when he's the Bible study, when we used to do it together, we used to have Tim there sometimes. I said, Tim, come and do it. So. God was like, see, you, what you should have done, just continue to do that. And you would have had Tim in here quicker. But anyway, <laughs> I claim that, and Tim will be here. So I just thank God for that. Yeah, I remember that. Um, <laughs> uh, I should have done this, like, the other time when we uh, did, like, testimony. Like, it's about my job. Um, ever since I came back up here, like, in August, I was looking for an automotive job. And I was uh, just kept looking, just stri strictly automotive, nothing else. And um, couldn't find any, like, it was like, okay, you know, I ain't had no interviews, no calls, nothing. Just I just kept throwing the applications. And it got to the point, I was like, man, I don't think I'm going to ever find a job. Dang, it's going to start to annoy me. But so I got to the point, like, I, re I remember doing this, too, because, you know, when prayer is powerful, I, just, I know that for a fact because um, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna pray about this. I I asked God, I said, God, I don't care what job I get, just bless me with a job, any job, I don't care what it is, because my mom's getting impatient, and I ain't got no job, <laughs> so I gotta hurry and get me a job. <laughs> and um, but I re I remember doing that though. I remember praying, saying, God, 
just bless me with any job. I don't care what it is, any job. I don't care if it if it's IHOP because I can't. I don't. I don't like IHOP anymore. I used to work there, being a bus boy. I say, hey, if, if that's what I got, if that's what I got to get, then hey, that's that's what I got to do. And I remember praying, and they're like, after I prayed that, I was like, I I have faith in you, Lord. I know you're gonna bless me with a job. I don't care if it takes a week, two weeks, a month. I don't care. I I know you're gonna bless me with a job. I already know that. So you know. Like that verse in the Bible said, have faith like a mustard seed. Well, my faith is like big, huge. <laughs> That's all I got to say. So I, I know he's going to get me a job regardless. I, I didn't care. I know he's going to get me one. So I guess like I can't I can't remember. It's between one or two days. I remember going to Sears. I was no, I was in the mall and I was um looking for a job. I went to like cell phone places. Then I went to Sears. I was like, oh, they hiring too. I didn't know that. Oh, so I went in there. And I was <laughs> I was um filling out the application, right? And I remember it had an automotive part. I don't know, I really can't remember if I checked that part or I, I remember putting in my information saying I went to school for it. So um I filled that part out. Okay. I said, like, all right, well this is my last cause that was the last place I went to before I was I was about to go back home after filling out all these applications and stuff. That was the last store I went to. I left. Drove all the way home, got home. Something told me to look at my um the messages on the phone. Normally I don't do that, but something told me to do that. So I, the house phone too. It wasn't my cell phone. It was on the house phone because I don't check no messages on the house phone. But <laughs> something told me to. So <laughs> and the 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 little the little play button was blinking. I was like, oh god, I got a mess. I, I hope it's from like a job or something. And it was, it was the guy, he was like, yeah, I heard you were interested in the automotive. I was like, oh, for real? <laughs> okay. You got me a, okay, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, I remember he said that. I was like, oh, man, after, after I listened, I, I had to listen to the message a couple times because he, he had an accent. <laughs> no, nah, he had an accent. I really couldn't get the number. I really needed that number so I can call him back. <laughs> so I had to play it a couple times. I said, what is that number? What is that number? Finally got it. Called him back. He was like, "Yeah, I heard you were uh, um interested in the automotive. Um, when are you ready for an interview?" I was like, "As soon as possible. You, I can, you can get me right now." He was like, "Yeah, well, come, come on down then." I was like, "Okay." I got, man, I got off the phone. I was like, "Thank God." I mean, I know it's you, man. I know it was God. I, I, I like I said, man. I, I had faith in what He did. A day or two days later, He just blessed me with the job that I wanted too. On top of that, not even a regular job. It was a job I wanted. So I really thank God for that. So. You know, so I'm just, I just want to say this, like, <laughs> for prayer. <laughs> for um, prayer, like, when y'all pray and y'all ask God for something, don't worry and be like, I hope I get it, I hope I get it. Just be like, okay, I, I know I'm going to get it, so I'm just going to pray about it. God going to get it for me, and that's it, and keep it moving. That, that's what I did, and then he blessed me with what I want. <laughs> what's funny was um i came home and the phone rang <laughs> the phone rang when i came home and the marcus got on the phone he was like oh no that's okay um no i i don't think i need this interview at the time and then i looked at him because he didn't tell me about getting a job already <laughs> so i looked at him and then he hung up the phone, and I said, DeMarcus, I knew you're not turning down a job. I said, DeMarcus, I knew you're not turning down a job. Who you, who you talking to? 
he was like, no, you're not going to believe what happened. And he told me about um, he told me about the automotive job. And then we were like jumping around in the kitchen. And then it was it was the second. Yeah. Someone else Dollar Tree called you. Yes, yeah. Well, for it for the next the next yeah, job. Yeah. Like whenever you that happened to me before I wanted a job, finally got a job. Then like an hour later, a couple people call. Oh, now y'all calling me after I got the job. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's great. Y'all ready to eat now? Great. Let's stand to our feet. We're just going to bless the food. Come on, give the Lord a praise. He's been good this week.